on deck. We back. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. It's your man Barry the Alpha Male Wallace, and we have Lori Friffly Made Wallace, and we are ready to roll. Let's get it. Let's go. Yo, 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 what's happening, my people? It's the hottest, but at the same time, the coldest podcast on earth. The Cuss and Discuss podcast. If you enjoy listening to thought-provoking, intellectual, adult conversation, then the Cuss and Discuss podcast is for you. Check us out. It's your man, Barry the Alpha Male Wallace. We got Lori Fearfully Made Wallace. And we got my man, JJ. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Y'all ready? All right, y'all, we are back for another week on Cuss and Discuss Podcast. Did you hit the record button? Yes, I did. <laughs> I appreciate you saying that. <laughs> That's what happened when black folk, you know. Anyway, RT, <laughs> black folk, we got to do better. Y'all going to see why in a few minutes. Stop. But I'm just, I'm just going to leave it right there for right now. <laughs> you know, it's still Black History Month. You know, mm-hmm. NBA All-Star game going on. It's a lot of things going on was in the news. You, was that you yelling at the TV last night about a dunk contest? Yeah. Uh, and yeah. somebody being robbed? And- Aaron Gordon. <laughs> My boy Aaron Gordon from the Orlando Magic got robbed. <laughs> he won that dunk contest. They were trying to make it a tie. I was like, uh, I think it's got to be one winner. <laughs> but Aaron Gordon did a dunk last night. That nobody's ever seen before When he caught it with one hand And 360 Excuse me mm-hmm. Nobody's seen that dunk before And The other guy He he he, uh, he was really really good But Aaron Gordon got robbed I, I'll just say So Shout out to Mr. Russell in the ATL. What's going he on, said, Mr. Russell? What's up, fam? And he's asking about his cousin. He said, Where is Cuz at? Bow straight to the face. Wow. <laughs> he is um on the road and I I I I don't know exactly I don't know where he's at. What the story is. Um but he was traveling out of town and uh and just some stuff I guess held him back and things didn't quite go the right. way he wanted them to go right. so it delayed his arrival back to DFW mm-hmm. and therefore he's not able to join us today but we do have two um, amazing women that are going to join us today um, and their names are Elizabeth Gold uh-huh. and her partner which is uh, I don't know. You know what? Whatever. They're not here. They're late. And this is what happens when you're late. Uh, she is Michelle Cordova, right? How, how how would you say it? Michelle Cordova. Cordova. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. You know what I'm saying? But you're late. You're supposed to be sitting right there right now. Stop. Yeah, what it is. Hey y'all Y'all come sit down Hi. <laughs> They're walking in Y'all They're see walking y'all in. Just, <laughs> That's the camera shot right there Okay. 
And so you can. We are live. You have an audience okay. already. Well, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> you can just uh, place your headphones on. Your mics are already hot. Okay. okay, great. And so we can just jump right into it. What we're doing right now is we're just opening up, and I'm about to go into the news. So feel free to chime in as I go through the news stories. And uh, I will again formally introduce the audience to y'all once again in a few moments. Okay. All right, y'all. Now, yeah, D Wade was one of the judges last night on the slam dunk contest. And this is one of the reasons why it didn't go the way it was supposed to go. Common said that the judges had already agreed that they were going to make it a tie. But here come D Wade, you know, got to do something that's, that's off the wall. Speaking of D Wade and doing something that's off the wall, Dwayne Wade has came out in support of his son changing his name to Zaya. Uh, I'm not sure. I don't, I don't remember what his son his son's name was uh, before Zaya. Um, I don't remember, but uh, D Wade and Gabrielle Union which is his wife, are in, are in support of uh, his son identifying as a female now. And I remember, I think it was, was this a year ago, where Gabrielle Union took his son to a, a gay uh, parade. First, his son was gay. Now his son wants to be a woman or a girl. Mm-hmm. You remember that, right, babe? Yeah. Uh, his son was 11 years old at the time, and Gabrielle Union took him to a gay pride parade and they were they're, they're being supportive you know i just think that they love their son and they're trying to love him the best way that they know how and be supportive but um first you're gay now you want to be a female so i just feel like number one i want to know what does the biological mother think about this because mm, interesting question. <laughs> does she stand be, you know, is she supportive as well or is she against it? I think she needs to be interviewed or she needs to be asked because uh his kids biological mom resides in Chicago. Okay. Where the All-Star game is held. Uh D Wade has gotten some custody with his kids. I don't know if it's full custody or what, but y'all got to just think about it right quick. Dwayne Wade was a superstar basketball player, always on the road, always traveling. He wasn't at home a lot, and his kids are or were with their biological mom before he split and got with Gabriel Union, okay? So we don't know what his kids were exposed to. And this is, I mean, you got people like uh, Young Thug, who's a rapper who was wearing a dress on an album cover. That had to be when his son was, what, six, seven years old? Mm-hmm. When you are growing up and seeing these images, it, it's, it's, it's really, uh, to me, it's a harvest. To me, it's what, what do you expect if you allow your kids to be exposed to this type of thing? Now your son wants to be a girl. So you know? is, it, is, it, <clears throat> is your question that social media is uh, an influence on our sexual preference or our identity? Or are you saying that a, a father's uh, presence in the, in the home matters uh, greatly because uh, 
he or that 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 dad should be cultivating and guiding and um, mentoring um, yes. that child, monitoring what what they take into their mind gate, their eye gate, yeah, their, their ear eye gate. gates, and their ear gates are so it's, it's so. I don't think so parents vital. understand. Yeah, I agree with that. What's detrimental because we're going off our mind, our uh, what we're used to seeing or taking in. It's like we see little babies out in the cold all the time, and what do you always say? <laughs> they need to have those. They need to have those babies wrapped up. Okay, so take those babies home. <laughs> you might be okay walking outside in forty degree weather. But wrap a two-year-old baby, baby? Wrap that baby up. Why is that baby out here? <laughs> they're not as... What was it? They're not as conditioned as we are. I'll take them. Yeah. <laughs> Go do what you need to do. And, and, and I, I feel like D-Way's son was exposed to some... He saw something. Because first of all, how do you know you can change your gender? How did you know that? Well, I don't, how do you know that at 12 years old? I mean, that's 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 a sensitive subject, um, you know, for an adult period to, yes. to have the courage and the um, ability to come out and and just be open with their sexuality, with their identity. But at 11 years old and um, I don't know, you know, I was born in I was born in 82, you know, I'm giving my age out, but I was born in 82. So my generation was definitely is very different from today's generation. Um, you know, we have an 18 year old that goes to a school um, in downtown Dallas and they're very fluid They're, I mean, they're just very open about it. And I remember going in high school and what they would say they were in the closet. You know, you just, you just didn't talk about it. You just, so you're looking at a generational difference. So at age 11 versus when we were 11, yeah, things have changed tremendously. Um, they are exposed to a lot more. They feel very comfortable with their sexuality and their identity at a way younger age than, than we were. Yeah, yeah I, I, I get that. And we can throw it off on, well, it's just a different generation now. Well, the times have changed. You know, we got to jump on a new bandwagon. This is how they're doing it now. Again, for me, there's a difference between right and wrong and incorrect and correct. Okay? And again, first is cool. Then it becomes acceptable. Then it becomes normal. Then it becomes a rhythm. And I just feel like his son had to be exposed to something to even know that you could. Nobody's thinking about changing their gender at 11, 12 years old. Maybe you had to not. get this from somewhere. I, you maybe. have to be exposed to this. Next news. You know. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, let's move on. As we all know, it's been going on all on social media. What? There was a Dallas stripper. Oh, uh, not ecstasy. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. Shout out to all the strippers. She she danced at Club <laughs> Ecstasy in Dallas. Shout out to all the female entertainers. <laughs> she was. Hey, they helped they, they help the economy some way, somehow, I promise. <laughs> all right, hey, I guess. 
Don't knock nobody's struggle and they hustle. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just. I'm just reporting the news. She but was. She fell down off of a what? Fifteen foot pole. Pole. Yeah, wow. that's tall. That is way up yeah, there. That, she fell like solid, like a solid fall. Yeah, it was like. Like a solid fall. She fell fifteen feet to the floor. But. Like hard, and, but then she like got up and then started twerking, like like and and threw it back a couple of times and then did a headstand. Trained, like wow. Trained. <laughs> I mean, she was trained. Then wow. I, I I saw that and I said she had to be inebriated. She had to be on something to so? be able to fall and hit the floor like that and get back up like nothing. Very wondering. You think so? Had to be, because that was a. You think ooh. she popped some mollies? She popped something. She drunk something. Uh oh. But my question is, why do they have to do that before they go on stage? We're gonna talk about that later on in the show. That is our hot topic of the day. Shout out to everybody tuning in, Mr. Russell in the ATL, Miss Alina, Christy Love, Kendra Smalley. She says, Hey coaches. Hey. <laughs> What's going on? In other news. Yeah. There is a woman who allegedly, allegedly Stole $500,000 from her church to pay for her wedding. How much again? 500000 How much again? 500000 oh, from organ. the church. Hit the organ one time. Wow. Mm-hmm. They, about to, they about to do a whole edition of Love and Hip Hop wedding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they about to have the bleep bleep all throughout the Her wedding, wedding about to be lit. <laughs> be lit. Her wedding. <laughs> 43 year old. Y'all be ashamed of your damn self. Right. Look, listen. She was responsible all her life. (laughs) All her life, she was looking forward to this moment. And the church has always probably promoted themselves to be a helping aid. And Mm -hmm. she just took the executive decision to take that into her own hands. And make her dream come true because well, she no. knew God. If God be for her, who could be against her? Whatever. Ooh, what? ooh. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Her forty-three-year-old self, Mrs. Smith D. Joseph, don't don't call was her responsible. Name. I'm just reporting the wow. news. Was responsible for overseeing the finances at her local church. She embezzled five hundred and sixty-one thousand dollars. Mm. Used it to pay her car loans, rent, credit card expenses, cable bill, cell phone bill, her nails done, her hair done, I and mean, make hundreds tithe, of online though? purchases. Was that her tithe? I mean, if it was her tithe, was, was she really wrong for taking it back? That wasn't her tithe. <laughs> taking it back. That was the entire church tithe <laughs> for that week. <laughs> the church's board of trustees alerted the authorities June 2019 when they suspected theft. An investigation ensued and found that Smith D. Joseph... Has been stealing money from the church for five years. She's been doing this for five years, oh, so y'all. Th- y'all just now caught that? Right. So, this amount was over the five years, was over the course of the five years, or this was recently this was, that was. She's been doing this for five years. Oh, okay. Or this is this is what they found out. Oh. So, who knows what else she's been doing? You know. <laughs> PayPal. She spent two hundred and sixty-six thousand through PayPal and more than twenty-two thousand on Amazon. Girl, been shopping on y'all. Wee. Not PayPal. Ooh, that's shady. Is it? Is it shady? Yeah, yeah that's shady. <laughs> All right. In other news, three people were shot 
during Valentine's Day weekend. Come on now. No. At the old lady gang restaurant in the ATL. What's up, everybody out there in the A? What happened, y'all? What happened to that old lady gang? Why dude running up in there with a gun? My gosh, because he saw he saw his ex boo in there with another dude, and she was really enjoying those hey. old lady gang chicken hey. fried wings with those greens and that cornbread. He said he was gonna take her. Oh, oh no, she said she was gonna <laughs> be his and valentine. If, and if she had that banana that banana cobbler pudding. Bro. Oh my god, have y'all been to old lady gang? Not yet. Oh my gosh, <laughs> yeah, y'all. Ooh. It's it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. It really is. Uh, but it's a um, piece of heaven. Heaven has to be like that. <laughs> Candy Burris was apologetic and was saying that we hope that you know and understand that the acts of violence that occurred did not in any way serve as a reflection of OLG or its values. You know, Candy's so. gonna protect her brand, baby. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, Candy didn't tell him to go up in there and do that. That ain't cool, man. Again, that 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 goes back to hey, we gotta we gotta protect our own, we gotta love our own, and don't do that in the black owned business. If you black, it's Black History Month. Wow, not this month, y'all. God, wow. dog, not, not this, this month. month. Not this month. Mm. How about no months? Right, right. <laughs> not months at all. That'll work. I agree. All right. In other news, <laughs> right? Atlanta star Brian Tyree Henry. Uh, cast as first openly gay superhero in Marvel's The Eternals. Oh, my God. So for y'all that don't know, uh, the guy, uh, what's the guy's name? He a uh, big-time director and um, movie creator, uh, Lee Daniels. Okay? this Lee Daniels is behind this movie. He is making a, a superhero movie. For a gay superhero So now we are just targeting kids with this And I just oh, yeah. I, I don't know about that And you're using a black man yeah, see, to do like, it My thing is I don't have no issue with You know your sexual preference You know because that's between you And your world right. and your, your privacy I even have an issue with heterosexuals Being all openly Publicly displaying yeah, affection stuff. In front of my kids Like yeah you know, even if I it's agree. a man and a woman, like there's just appropriate behavior and inappropriate behavior. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I don't need my eight year old seeing, you know, your tongue all down your girlfriend's mouth at, at a movie theater. Like, you know, like I just don't want to see yeah. it, period. And if yeah. that's what you like to do, then that's cool. But there's a time and a place for that. Right. And again, I don't know that I don't know that the media is a place for that. No. I mean, when when a scene come on a movie, you know, we tell our son, hey, man, close your eyes. Right. Yeah. If it even looks like, if my discernment mm-hmm. kicks in, and it, and I know it's a scene is finna come. I, 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 I got a radar. I know when something finna come. <laughs> hey, close your eyes. I know when it's finna come. Did you say you had a radar? I got a radar. Oh, okay. I, I know. You know. I mean, it's everywhere now. It's it's hard to keep your kids from hearing or seeing sex. But I even do or, that with like horror movies. Like I don't even let him watch horror movies yeah. and, and like demonic stuff and like yeah. just stuff with just demons and things coming out of closets and underneath beds. And like I don't even let him watch that. Like maybe I'm old school. Is that just old school? No, no that's that's right. That's correct school. Okay, that's, that's correcting school. school. <laughs> that's <laughs> correct. That's called parenting. Yeah. Yes. That's all it is. They don't need to be I'm exposed the same to way. all that stuff. So and I'm I, with you on that. I don't have a problem with with gay people. Yeah, I, yeah that part. I have a problem with gay people displaying their gay actions in front of small children. Yes. And then let me be clear. Yes. That's it. Yes. Totally. 
And, and uh, like I said, and it goes the same for heterosexuals. Yeah, like yeah. just displaying all that. Be period. Yeah, if a man and a woman is 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 uh, we're in a movie and, and they tonguing each other down. I'm not. I'm. I'm. You know, I would still. I would get the same uh, uncomfortable feeling as I would if I saw same sex people doing it. It's, it's no. I'm not homophobic. Right. It's it's about parenting. We can't impose this on small children. Because to us, it's became normal to see it. Or is this that's what y'all trying to make it. And to kids, that will never be normal for for an eight-year-old, a six-year-old to see that. You know. Anyway. Next in, in other news. Kobe Bryant, rest in peace. Oh yes, rest in peace. the Shout NBA. You know, the all-star game is today. And it's been all this weekend, and they have renamed the MVP award for the All Star Game after Kobe Bryant. Really? Yes. That's you know everybody wanted the new logo for the NBA to be Kobe, and it's been a petition going around, but we all knew that wasn't going to happen. Y'all, come on. <laughs> so bad. As much as Kobe is beloved, come on now. <laughs> it's something about you know. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna leave that one alone. <laughs> Y'all know what it is though They're not going to let Kobe Mr. do Russell that Mr. Russell chimed in and he said Do you guys believe that we are born with gay tendencies Back to the I believe that People are born with a pathology That runs through their family mm. And if you haven't paid attention To your family are you or Speaking about generational curses generational it, it can be Past downs. Yeah. Okay. Your your great 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 grandmama granddaddy back in seventeen something probably started something and it started going down into your family. I believe that that's possible. I do not believe you can be born gay. I believe that you can be everybody that's coming up as a child. We are closed off to certain things and we're open to certain things. This generation today, they're just open to everything to changing gender. Gender, they 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 think that they can choose their gender. Growing up, when we grew up, we never thought about choosing our gender. Right? No, they think it was a. Uh, think they're babies. You a boy or you a girl? When yeah. you go buy a dog, you say, "Is it a boy or a girl?" You pick it up, and what you do? Look in between their legs. Wow. Okay. Next in is. No, I'm just saying, like for real. <laughs> Your boy Bloomberg, well, not our boy Bloomberg, but wow. Mike Bloomberg. There goes our endorsement. Mike Blooperberg. <laughs> Jeez. Man, gone, man. Mike need to go on. on. What happened? Mike was heard on tape talking about the stop and frisk policy that he was a part of. Okay. And he okayed. He was overheard saying that. All crime is in uh, urban areas, and they should be thrown up against a wall if given if uh, given the opportunity. You don't think people and, can change? And, and you don't think people can change? Yes, I believe, but I don't do, believe do he know, has. Do you know how much trouble probably ninety percent of us would be in if they if they heard our conversations from back some years ago? Yeah, that's why you can't make life decisions when you're twelve. Like, think about it. You know ways, I mean? like, stop. Uh, so. You you know you have to really think about they're probably were in a different place at a different time, 
And if somebody heard my conversation back from 1992 yeah. versus 2002, yeah. they wouldn't even probably believe that that was the same person. And they probably would still have me in this place that I'm no longer in because I have evolved. People do evolve. People do change. Absolutely. I'm not endorsing any campaign or any political stance right now, fam. Right. Okay, I know y'all are with me. I know y'all follow me faithfully. Thank you for your loyalty. But I'm just saying... When taking all this into consideration, it's very ugly and it's very petty when we start to throw politicians underneath the bus, period, because of something they've said in the past. Like, if you think about your conversation in the past, would it be a true reflection of yourself today? I understand. That. I got you. I got you. But in politics, conversation everything is everything. Else. Yeah, I get and, it. And, and we may never see the <laughs> actions that we or he says that he's going to do. What's your power? Okay, Mike Bloomberg, you want us to vote for you? What are you going to do for black people? What are you going to do for Latino people? What are you going to do? What's your policy? Yeah, Latinos are always overlooked. The days of us get of you getting our votes because you showed up to a black event and you twerked or you did the Dougie wow. or you bit a piece of fried chicken with the Stop. Louisiana bottle on the side. Wow. You're not going to get our vote because wow. you do that. You're going to have to do some real policy changing. If you invoked a racist policy like stop and frisk, you need to create a policy that's just as powerful to reverse it. What are you going to do, Mike Bloomberg? Because we don't believe you. You need more people, just like Jay-Z said. Shout out to Amber and Jamie that are tuning in and watching and waving their highs to us as well. What's going on, y'all? Um, Mr. Wallace's uh, statements are not a reflection upon the podcast. Let me give that um, disclosure statement. Yeah, it there. is. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> All right, y'all. <laughs> Again, we have special guests yeah. in the building Can today. They are life coaches. They came to bring us some coaching sessions to help us get our life right. Yeah. How about that? How many of y'all want to? Do y'all have any questions for these life coaches? Yeah, we got life coaches, y'all. Please time. Get it in. off your chest. Get it off your chest. Get it off this your chest. A, this is the moment to type in and get on that laptop and be like, Lori, ask her this. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, was, I was getting on y'all for being late, so don't take it personally. Okay. They, they, they had a hard time finding the building. You know, we just, you know, we, we ducked it's off. Kinda, you know, we ducked off. Weird. It's kind of weird where we're located. Yeah, it's it's, weird it's, where we're located. It just kind of flows. No, nah, no, nah, you just got to know. You just got to know. <laughs> Air, can't know everybody just come up in here like that. Yeah, we you are. You got to know. We are kind of. That's all it is. Yeah. So, uh, don't be we're, offended. We're incognito. No, nah, it's okay. <laughs> you know, you know, it, we, we, got a, uh, we got a lot of black people watching, so they understand. <laughs> <laughs> so bad is not the business. <laughs> no, nah, but yeah, I, I, I apologize. I don't want to offend nobody, but no, I was getting on y'all before y'all got here no. for not being here. But uh, this is Elizabeth. Yes. Is it gold, right? Gold. Gold. Okay. Yes. And your name is Michelle. Cordova. I want to. I want to. Yeah. I don't want to butcher her I know. last name like that. I know. I I, I hate when people butcher y'all names. Cordova. Uh, yeah. Thank you. It's Cordova. Okay. Hey. hey. I know. To all my white no. brothers and sisters, y'all need to. Hey. Is, no, it's Hernandez. Okay. <laughs> you know, yeah. Ramirez. No, it's Ramirez. <laughs> start saying it like just, this. Just start, okay, please. 
So okay, y'all can just introduce yourselves and tell the people a little bit about uh, your goals and and what yeah, y'all talk to do. Us, and, tell us a little bit about yourselves. Yeah. Tell us where to follow you. Tell us what of your some of your life's mission and what brought you into Cuss and Discuss podcast show today. Well, whoop, whoop, <laughs> thank, thank you so much for having us. Though we appreciate it. Um, my name's Elizabeth, as you all stated. And um, we're excited to be here. So thanks for this opportunity. As you mentioned, we're life coaches. Cool. And pretty much uh, the name of our company is called Speaking at Her Best. Speaking at Her Best. I like that. I like that name. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, basically what we do at Speaking at Her Best, we deliver superior speeches um, that empowers our audience to greet each and every day at Mm -hmm. their best. To portray the ultimate level of esteem and to speak confidently from their deepest sense of self. Now, Mm -hmm. you might say, what does that mean? Well, we like to pretty much focus in on the young ladies and Mm -hmm. boys are welcome. So we're all about confidence Mm -hmm. of self and love of self. Ooh. Hey, I'm with y'all. I'm with y'all on that. I have a deep question already. Do you think the stripper that fell off the 15-foot pole? Mm. Do you think strippers, women that serve in the entertainment world in that capacity and that exclusivity, do you think they have self-love? I, that's, that's an interesting question, right? Um, Yeah, it really is. It's a good question. And because I don't necessarily know them or know what's going on, I would hate to say yes or no to that. Because if you talk to them, you never know what caused them to go there and mm-hmm. how, how they're trying to do it to get out. So mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. the, the best way to answer that is I think in the end, we all have we all have self-love. It's just a matter of being able to be around somebody to possibly bring it out in you. Mm-hmm. So if you're around someone and you might not even be aware of what it is that's going around because you're so caught on your circumstances you might forget about that self-love piece. So if you're around somebody that's pouring into you and talking with you every day and they're Mm -hmm. just reminding you, hey, you might be here, Mm -hmm. but don't forget of where you've come from or what's in your future. Those types of things can help them to better understand that self-love And so what are the age groups that you you two mentor and talk to and and cultivate through? What what does that look like for you? What does that age group look like? So it's typically from 12 to 18 years old. 12 to 18 years old, which is the prime time to identify who you are to understand that. That is amazing. Okay. Yes. And we're all about embracing... Embracing who you are and more so knowing who you are to embrace it. So between 12 and 18, as you mentioned, that being the prime age, we really want this opportunity to get in front of, again, the young ladies just to let them know how important it is to grab hold of how like confidence will. That's the key to put it all together. And then to be able to teach them from 12 to 18, it just makes me feel so good because it's just like you have a clean slate and you just need to know somebody cares outside of your parents for real. and we want to be an advocate for them to be like in case they don't want to talk to their um their parents or whatever mm-hmm. we want to be that that mm-hmm. um that figure if you will to just be able to say this is a safe space for you yes. and we mm-hmm. love you even though we don't know you because i feel that love is a verb it's an action word mm-hmm. so you can show somebody that you love them even if i just met you that's right so mm-hmm. due to that True. that's the reason why we're like 
this is a great opportunity to get in front of these girls and boys because they need love and oh, yeah. confidence as well. So we mm-hmm. just open it up for that age group and we just want them to know that speaking at her best, that's what we're all about. The quality of life, like a good quality of life. Okay. Wow. So <clears throat> if you think about it and you think about women in general, you know, a lot of what I have found myself doing is helping women identify with their identity and identify with their makeup of who they are and the essence of, of what they represent. And um, what I come across a lot is a common denominator of self-love and self-confidence and self-esteem not being at its best. And so to think that now you two are laying down the foundation and establishing those those pillars, those key um, performance indicators in that young lady's life, that to me is is pretty monumental. I think that that's part of the giving back. Yeah, you know, um, I believe that women that um, are in a position to empower the next generation of young ladies and young women, we should be doing that. I don't believe that we we as women are doing that. I think we have failed a lot of our young ladies. And I say that um, very passionately. And I start with self, you know, I start to do a self reflection of what have I done to give back? What have I, what have I taken my time out of my busy schedule to go back and sow seed into someone else's life? And so I'm challenging, you know, we host a segment here called uh, a meeting in the ladies room. And that's usually when I'm holding other women accountable to other women. Mm. And um, that, that, that is so influential and it's so powerful. And I don't know that we as women understand the power that we hold and how powerful we are just as a being Yes, Um, female, uh, the F E standing for iron on a periodic scientific periodic table. We're iron all in itself. Right. And we're we're iron of male. We're iron of a man. Mm. We're female. And that itself lets me know that I'm strong enough to deal with whatever comes my way. And no matter what, I come out winning. Yes, and so for totally. you to be able to give that confidence to the next generation, to me, that's remarkable. What do you think? I think it's great. You know, Thank you. like I was telling y'all on the phone conversation we had, you know, me and my wife, we are riding this same wave. You know, we are very passionate about the youth. And it just kind of organically came together that way. And I don't know that you it's know? the youth for me. I think it's just. Cause well, yeah, for you, it's more like women. Just women, period. It's more, more women for you. Because if we can't get yeah. us right, then how are we going to get them right? Yeah. Yes, You're right. If if, right. if I can't tell you how to deal with conflict, if I can't role model that for you, if I can't teach you that when I'm at odds with another woman mm-hmm. and if I'm down talking her, if I'm tearing her down in your presence directly or indirectly what I'm doing, what am I really teaching you? What mm-hmm. am I really saying to you? And, and you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. how can I teach somebody else to be better if me myself can't get it together? Right. Absolutely. I, I think that. Uh, kids, uh, the youth and adults, we all have to keep growing and evolving as people. And some people don't know how to do that. 
for me, I had to read books. I had to listen to audio books. I had to listen to somebody who was doing what I wanted to do or mm-hmm. knew what I needed to know. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people who, for some this reason, man listens to audio books yeah. every day, every mm-hmm. night. Is constantly reading something. This we have mm-hmm. books galore at the house. I've, gosh. Yeah, yeah. I've probably, I've probably yeah. read over three hundred books, and you can't get me to read a paragraph. And <laughs> that, that's, you know, I, I grew up without a father because he passed when I was still a boy. So I had to search for information because I couldn't get it. You know, there was no mail there to really give me what I needed. I just thank God that I you needed. went and tried to search for the right information yeah. and not mm-hmm. be right. led by the wrong information. Well, I knew what I was surrounded by was incorrect. Mm. And I was so frustrated for so many years because I didn't know how to get the right information. And the Bible is wonderful. But for people out there, I was one that just don't understand the Bible. So I read books that's written by godly men. I love it. That's able to break that down. Mm-hmm. I needed some man, bro. Three plus four. Like, just tell me how to get where I need to go. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's why I'm, I'm so uh, elated that y'all are here today, and that y'all are doing what y'all doing because we need more people out there. And y'all, you, you got to take your girls. Uh, this is a uh, a seminar that's going to be on February 29th. Yes. yes. At the Boys and Girls Club in Plano, Texas. Yes. So if you're flying in or you're already here, hey, it's at 11.30 a.m. And do they get the tickets before or do they, how does that work? That's a great question. Um, actually, it's a meet and greet. We basically just wanted people to come out. Okay. We're going to have our doors for them. They can come hmm. and meet us, ask us questions about cool. what the seminars will be like. Okay. So there's no charge at all. It's just come on out, meet us, bring your kids. Kids are welcome. Hey. Black um, people, she said free. Wow. She said free. Wow. There is no excuse. Latinos Ain't too. no excuse. <laughs> no, we love us. So Latinos stand up. It's free. Que, que diga que es gratis. You know, we, we love that. She said hors d'oeuvres. When we say gratis, it's, you know, that's everything for us. It, just, there, there ain't going to be um, no beer. No beer. Oh, ain't going to be no beer there. Then you lost Hold us. Up. You lost us. <laughs> you lost us. There's no carne asada. There's no beer. There's there's no, there's no agua frescas. Like, we're, you're, we're, we're not there. Okay? But, 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 but y'all, your daughters need to hear the message. Absolutely. Yes. Come no, on. They, they need to know how to clean up. And they need to know how to flip the tortilla over on the comal without any utensils. <laughs> That's what in our culture. That's how we do things. <laughs> you, you're 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 Hispanic, right, Michelle? Yes, that is correct. Yeah. Yeah. Tell the people I a little bit about you yourself, <laughs> right? <laughs> so so she got y'all covered. She got y'all covered. Y'all come on out. Yes. So we have Kendra chimed in and she said, "What has been your biggest life uh, change since practicing and learning coaching?" Hmm. Hmm. So I would say um, challenging my highest thought. Yeah. Definitely learning and um, improving. Also, what I've learned in regards to coaching is that once you start coaching an individual, it's vice versa in the learning. They can show you, you can show them. So I think it's very important um, just always asking thought-provoking questions and to be able to bring out the best from within because we all have our own answers. 
Wow. Mm-hmm. So to be open, that kind of goes back to that Oprah. Being open. Yeah. That yeah. Oprah conversation she had with the nun when she mm-hmm. said, you know, the, the, the nun was saying, you know, we don't have conversations to learn. We, we engage in conversations to be right or wrong. Right. Like we don't we don't engage in conversation to, to be learn. open to the possibility to consider something differently from how we're groomed to look at it. We have conversations to prove that we're right and you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. That's very true. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Or yeah. she said that was like, wow. She was like, you That's- never hear people now have conversations. And when you have a difference of opinion that I can sit back and say, I never considered it that way. Mm hmm. Perception. Yeah. 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 Wow, just, to, just to be open to that, you know? Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> I'd like to answer that question if you don't mind. Please. Sure. Uh, for me, what it has basically taught me is since I've become a life coach, mm-hmm. it's a lifestyle. I was already a life coach. When I okay. got the certification, mm-hmm. yeah. it, it was made more, it official. It made it official. Per se. Per se. But that was when like the, the passion just came out because during the life coach with LaKendra, she's our master coach. Oh, okay. Shout out to our master coach. <laughs> like I just, I, I really am thankful for her because during yeah. the apprenticeship, we're currently in on getting our master life coaching certification with her. Um, she, she talks with us all the time about breaking through our fears and those fears are within our own head of what it is that we are wanting to do. So since I've been with her, the fear of just saying, you need to be talking to these youth or whatnot. Just being around her, let me know. It's okay to go out there and share what you have lived through and mm-hmm. be transparent about it mm-hmm. and embrace your truth. So right. I have to give credit to that since I've gotten my certification. Right. That was the things that just pushed me out to the forefront because right. I was holding all of it in and it, it needs to be shared. How it many does. women do that? How many people do that oh. are, are fearful of their truth? Right. A and lot. don't accept it. And don't accept it. Mm-hmm. For sure. A lot. Yeah. A lot. A lot. A and and how many people don't share when they have something to share? It, when you are. they don't feel that anybody would be interested in hearing that. Yeah. Or they have yet to or, accept it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they don't share. Or yeah. because we're, we're still all flawed. You feel like, well, I don't want to. That's you know, me. Don't, don't put me on the pedestal because. That's me. Don't ask me nothing. Don't I'm sharing with y'all. Look, I've been chasing God's wisdom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm and I'm 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 like, you know, back in the day, you know, the caveman, he went out and brought back for the family. <laughs> that that's me. Yeah. I'm I, I go out here, I get wisdom and I come bring it to y'all because y'all a lot of y'all too lazy to read. Let's just go and call it what it wow. is. <laughs> so just it, it, hit so the, hit the punch. <laughs> so, punch. <laughs> Yeah, so, <laughs> look, I'll bring it back to y'all, and I'm 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 not saying I'm not flawed, and I do practice what I have learned, and I've evolved, I don't know, dude, and you, I've grown. You were hollering the other day, hollering. <laughs> I'm just hollering. <laughs> I just I just I just I just look. I oh, just that, told that, y'all. It probably was because you were coaching. I'm sorry. You were coaching a basketball game. Yeah. That's probably why. Hey, yeah, we won a championship yesterday. What's up? Uh, Wolverine, stand yeah, up. We won a championship. Yeah. Yeah, that was. Yeah. 
was that was that was it was just, intense. Oh my gosh, I'm drained today because I told my husband I was like, oh my god, we have two amazing guests. I cannot be like on on <laughs> yeah. zero energy. Like I need to have. I'm like I need to be on ten plus. I love your energy. I'm like, but I'm so emotionally drained. Yeah, I was me too. Like high and low, high and low, high. We played three games back to back, back to because back. we wow. kept winning. Yeah. And it was just a matter of, and it was like oh, wow. I did my biggest thing was and see talking about the fears talking about mm-hmm. I was like I don't want them to win the two games and, and then I, lose oh, and then lose a championship yeah. Yeah. like oh my god yeah. <laughs> yeah cause I was like oh lord these boys gonna be crying if they don't win Miss yeah. Kendra said know, embrace but. your life story panel of king and queens we are all perfectly flawed mm-hmm and what embrace I w- your life story. Yeah. Ooh, that's powerful. We may have to have Miss Kendra out on the on the show with us. That'd you think amazing. she'll be open to cuss and discuss? Miss Kendra, do you get down like that? I don't know. Let me, come through, come through. <laughs> we'll love to have you. But we'd like to have all three of them together. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> thanks, thanks, thanks. Yes, but what I want to say, you know, uh to all the the women and men out yeah. there, any uh children that just happen to enter into your life. And it's always, you know, as we're adulting out here in society, it seems like God always brings you know, a child little, into you, your path. You know, when you were little, you, pour into them. you couldn't wait to be an adult. You know, oh, I can't wait yeah. till I'm grown. Oh, I can't <laughs> wait till I'm. And then yeah. you get to the adulting and you're like, oh, I want to go back. Oh, I don't know <laughs> yeah. what I was thinking. Why, why was mm-hmm. I rushing to get to this? Right. <laughs> And I would like to chime in and say that I'm a mom of a 14-year-old boy. Ooh. Oh, so wow. He's, he's right up my alley in what it is that I'm doing. Yeah. And, and I always tell him, I'll be like, you're a reflection of me. Right. I'm like, so when you go out here in these streets, like, you have to do my crap. It is right. So with that being said, I love the fact that, you know, he's with his dad right now. He's uh-huh. moving back home in June. Okay. So he'll be here starting uh, freshman year, right? Mm-hmm. So he's been in Plano and all that good stuff. And when he comes home, I was like, he was like, well, how's things going, mom, with your certification oh. class? He's like, I know that you're doing everything with your youth. So mm-hmm. he's really engaged. Mm-hmm. And it just makes me be like. I just want everybody to know I lead by example. So Ooh. I got somebody at the house to vouch for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. As a mom as well. So yeah. You know yeah. I'm a mom of two. So I have a 11 year old son and a eight year old daughter. So you okay. do not have no kids. I you know. have you have not one ounce of, of nothing on you. Ain't you no, are flawless. Ain't no Labor Day on her Ooh. face at all. I thought she was 21, just graduated oh, college. Yeah. Boy, ain't no pregnancy nowhere. I receive it. Boy, from one Latina to another, you look flawless, my love. Wow. Cool. Wow. All right, well, we're going to transition into the hot topic. And the hot topic of the day is broken teeth and broken jaws. Wow. <laughs> With a GoFundMe page of 30K. That's wow. expensive right there. It Ooh. is. Wow. This, this stripper. I don't know if I broke my teeth and my jaw, will y'all give me 30K? <laughs> Probably not. You know what? Like, if you had gotten up and twerked the way that she did, I'd go ahead and don't. Yeah, let me. Because that was just. That was just what. That's probably her her normal customers. They're saying, "Oh, she needs some money, dog. Let me let me. Right. I need to make sure she get back you know, to work. I can make sure she. You need to get back to work. Her loyal fans, yeah, faithful, honey. But Gina Sky, that's her name, stage name, saying is she's no longer going to be a stripper. Wow. 
She is retiring. See what I'm saying? Right. See, do you see why I asked you the question earlier about yeah. strippers self-love? self-love? self-love. Yeah. Yeah. Because so, she's chimed into something. And one thing, her video, and you may you may or may not have the video, but mm-hmm. she went on to Instagram. And the reason I asked that was everything I do is purposeful, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not to be shady. Right. <laughs> yeah. It was to, to try to drive a point home was because she's realized the love that she's received from the public from her GoFundMe page, she she went live to Instagram and she was talking about she was ready to be bashed. She was ready to be talked about. She was ready for all the hate email, for all the all the hate comments to come through. And when she started to receive nothing but love from the mm. public, she said, I don't want to do this anymore. It was an awesome. eye opener. Mm. Do you see what I'm it saying? Was. Like, exactly. so it goes back to. Did I love myself or did somebody else love me enough so that I could see myself? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because you're, you're doing all of this and you, and you, you didn't even, yeah, you could have died. You could have been right. paralyzed. Right. For sure. I know. And this is, it, it, I think, I know it woke her up to like, what am I doing? Absolutely. You know, and so she's retiring. Listen, I have a lot of friends. I even have a cousin right now that works at a stripper club in the sense of she fixes their hair and does their makeup and everything right before they go on stage. And I have friends that used to strip or work at a strip club, whether they were hosting, whether they were waitressing, not necessarily on the stage, Mm -hmm. but in that environment. And a lot of the times that I speak to these women, again, as I'm talking to these women, I don't hear love. Me either. I don't hear it as 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 bad as you may look, Me as either. as snatched right. as you may be, mm-hmm. as the yeah. biggest booty with the smallest waist and the cutest face yep. you may have, and your nails blinged out, and all the other good, and you pushing the Benz, mm-hmm. and you pushing the BMW, and you living in the loft in Uptown Dallas, and you're doing what you do day mm-hmm. in and day in out. Every time I go and meet you at Starbucks, you crying because you're talking about how you just mm-hmm. don't feel good about yourself. Yeah. Right. Yes. Right. And I think it's because they feel a void and then that's what they're trying to fulfill with all these luxury things. And also mm-hmm. they don't have enough solitude to be able to know who they really are. I think that young ladies are taught to value external resources. Or external, external um, um, material. I'm going to be more concerned on what I look like on the outside yeah. mm. than I'm concerned on what I feel yeah. like and look like on the mm-hmm. inside. Mm. Yes. We, we don't teach young ladies how, how to, to build yeah. inner beauty. That's why we're here. That's why we have y'all here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's so important. And if we can get that message out the way we were wanting to, the way that we are, because mm-hmm. it's passion that runs through our veins. Oh man. Because we both experience that mm-hmm. self love, that self love by itself will take you far. Oh, it, it, far. It is, is so mm, mag- the mag- key. Man, I can't even get it out. Right. It's the inner power in you. <sighs> yes. Yeah. It is the ultimate key to the ultimate beauty that a woman can obtain. Yes. Yeah. A woman will never be able to obtain real beauty without knowing that. Right. That is so important. Living in your highest self. Yes. Ooh. But you know, for me Ooh. to to add on to living in your highest self, Michelle, and I don't even think I actually even shared this with her. So for me on that about being able to see your real beauty, mm-hmm. for me, when it happened for me, mm-hmm. 
it was yeah. Being, talk to us about what that yeah. What was like. that moment? And what I happened? I want you to chime in on that too, Michelle. Okay. But what did, what did that moment look like for you, and what drove you to that moment? Ooh, okay. Well, what had drove me to that moment was really because of a man. Right? Mm. It was really because of a man. Mm-hmm. Say that. It was because of a man. Mm-hmm. And due to that, Ooh, hit the that organ was... one time. <laughs> <laughs> was it? Was it? Was it him bringing it out of you, or was it? It was me having to let go of a, him. A detrimental moment that made you realize it was. It mm. was me having to let go of something that I didn't want to let go of. Right? Okay, you need to stop. <laughs> <laughs> You said play the organ. <laughs> He's like crazy. Sometimes um, it's that. Not you know, not wanting to let go of it. Mm-hmm. So during that, right during mm-hmm. that was when I formed my relationship with God. Okay. So being fully known, Ooh. yeah. So being fully known mm-hmm. and loved by God, like that might sound really simple, but mm-hmm. when you really grasp mm-hmm. what that it is, is so and what powerful. that means, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. it's like, oh my gosh, this is what keeps me going. Because I know that he knows me if don't nobody knows me. Right. And I know that he loves me if don't nobody love me. Right. Right. So right. then what that does is from the inside, mm-hmm. it exudes on the out. So therefore, mm-hmm. I don't have to get validation from any man, any woman. Mm-hmm. If I get it, it's always cool. But yeah. it's like, I'm not looking for that Right. You don't depend on it for yourself. No. Ooh. No. Inner self value. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And because I truly walk it out, as they say, mm-hmm. I don't just talk it out. Right. I got receipts to show you the guys I don't walk away from. All right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> to say this wasn't good, Michelle will tell you, this wasn't good. But because of how much I love me, mm-hmm. I have to let that go. And that's what I want to be able to to show the, right. the girls and even right. the boys. Don't do it if it's toxic for you. <laughs> you know? I think that's the hardest thing to teach is how to understand the love of God that he has for you how do how to gain that understanding i just i just think it's a life journey to get the understanding it don't come you can't explain experience. it in a day yeah it's just you have to have your own personal experience yeah. i will say that yeah. yes but michelle what about your moment when yes. did you realize it so um coming from an unfortunate background at a young age um I had to realize my self-worth and set my value for myself. Mm -hmm. And that came along with a lot of trials and tribulations Mm -hmm. and learning and to just be able to embrace my truth and to always follow God. And as I did that, I began to elevate and elevate and just accepting everything that life throws at you. It's Mm -hmm. not any um, losses. It's just a lesson learned. So that's exactly why I'm here, and I want to be an advocate for others. Uh, I didn't have anybody to be able to show me, to teach me. Um, right. So I just wanted to change the world and to be able to create impactful experiences and to lead them by example as well. So, so what? <clears throat> no, you got to tell yours. And I, I would like to add one thing, and also breaking generational curses, like you said. Yes. Um, from when it comes, because that will come up to you, and it will haunt you, and if you don't, you know, tell them, no, that is not what's going to happen to mm-hmm. you. Then you have to take control of your thoughts, you know, your spirit, what you're thinking, what you say, what you speak, uh, what you receive. And so um, that is very, it, it's a hard it's a hard process, but if you are dedicated and willing to do so and be able to accept your willpower and how powerful you really are as a female, um, that is something that you're able to overcome, so. So what what was that moment for you where you said, I have now acknowledged, as she shared with us, as Elizabeth shared with us, 
when was that moment for you, though, Michelle, in the sense of I am acknowledging at this moment that I have not been practicing self-love or I didn't love self enough. And I'm now going to change the dynamic of my life. I'm now going to do this a little differently. What was that moment? What did that moment look like for you? So it's funny because we all think that we have Mm self-love. And Mm -hmm. so you have a certain definition of your own self-love at Mm -hmm. this time. And truth be told, I thought I loved myself this whole time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, what it realized is when a man came into my life. Ah, hit it again Mm -hmm. one time. Just one time. (laughs) There it is, boy. The man. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. (laughs) And they will mentally corrupt you. Uh, they mm. will emotionally break you, mm. and they will just e- uh, physically just leave you at a stagnant position. Woo. So I had broke all the way down just to have to build myself all the way back up, and it took me. And uh, truth be told, it took me twenty-seven years. Mm. Yeah, sometimes mm. it takes mm. that long. It did, mm. and it was different yeah. levels of self-love. But the yeah. maximum self-love that I reached yeah. was actually last year, and I just thank God so much because wow. it's an eye opener, and then you're able to step into, you know, um, the greatness that God has for you. So, mm. Mm. wow, mm. that's amazing. Mm. I love it. Wow. What about you? Yes. This is about this is about empowering young ladies right here. And you're a woman, so and come this, on with and it. This is see, this is this is what I was talking about when I don't like to talk about self. Um, I think the moment for me um, practicing self love was um, when I was studying. Um, I am a woman of faith, in in spite of all my craziness and in spite of all my flaws. Um, and as Miss Kendra said, I'm just perfectly flawed. Um, mm-hmm. And I um, I was reading the word, and um, he said, um, you know, how do you? And I'm paraphrasing because I'm not a scholar when it comes to biblically statements, to biblical statements. But he was saying um, to the degree of. Um, if you love yourself, you don't wound yourself. You don't cause self-infliction. You don't, you know, you take care of the body. You you care for your body. When a man loves himself, he cares for his body. He cares mm-hmm. for this. He cares for that. And I remember it was 2016, to be exact, mm-hmm. when I came into that full enlightenment. And I broke down. I went to my husband crying. And I said, I've realized that I do not love myself, period. Because I don't take care of myself. I don't take care of my body. I don't, I don't watch what I'm putting in it. I'm not watching what I'm allowing to enter in. I am not practicing self-love because, um, you know, I, I'm not doing these things as I should as a woman and I have a daughter that's being raised by me and what have I indirectly taught her what have I indirectly said to her through my actions or through my lack thereof and um, I broke down and I started to cry and I was like oh my gosh and I started to look at my behavior and started to realize how toxic my behavior was started to look at my language and my speech and my conversation and started to realize how toxic that was. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what has caused me to not love me? What, what triggered 
me to not love me. And I started to look at my lineage. I started to look at my history. In order to know where I'm going, I have to know where I first came from. And so I had to look at my family dynamic. I had to understand the dynamic of my family growing up um, in a Hispanic household. And we don't practice self-love. In a Hispanic culture, it's about serving the men. It's about waiting on the man. It's Mm -hmm. about being married. It's about having kids. It's about having a home. It's about being financially stable enough to care for your parents when they're older and being the one to lead the family some way, somehow. Mm -hmm. You know, I was the first to graduate in my family. I I had a lot of pressure of, of doing everything for everyone else that no one ever taught me that I had to take care of me. Yeah. That part. Yeah. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah. Like, You're com- so right. You know, I totally can relate. Like that, we we as a culture, just a cultural of people, mm-hmm. we do that. We, we're we so groomed at age two and three, they buy us the kitchen set, they buy us the, the, the broom and the mop. Mm-hmm. They, they're teaching us how to be wise before they teach us how to be women. Yeah. yeah. We, we identify wife being a wife before we can identify yeah. on what womanhood looks like. Mm-hmm. Y'all are taught to give and Instead of giving, y'all are taught to give to everybody else and not Before taught to give, you give to yourself. yourself. Yes. You, you are always last. Mm-hmm. You you don't matter. You don't count. It's not about you. It's mm-hmm. about everybody else. Mm-hmm. It's about your family. It's about your kids. It's mm-hmm. about your husband. It's about your grandmother. It's about your grand. It's about everybody else except you. Yep. You mm-hmm. don't matter. Mm-hmm. You are here to serve. You are not here to be served. Mm -hmm. You are here to give. You are not to be given to. And so it's, it's almost like if I go to the nail shop and I take time away from my husband and my kids, what kind of mom am I? Because yeah. then, then I'm being looked at crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, mm, was you know, no, was you know, no cocino nada. She just, you know, yes. she went. To, she just left, and she left the mm-hmm. kids at the house, and right. you know, she didn't even feed them before she left. She just left. And where is she <laughs> doing? Oh, she's getting her nails done. Mm, why is she getting her nails done? She, you know, is she not going to cook? Is she not going to clean? Well, you can't do all that with nails done. It's like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so that's the yeah. truth. And, and that's a part of the Latino community. As much as I love being Latina, as much as I love who I am, right. and that's part of who I am, that we are toxic people. We are, we are, we are toxic. If we are still practicing that, mm-hmm. and if we are still doing that to our young ladies mm-hmm. and to our young girls, mm-hmm. we are toxic. And that is not okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. And you're not saying not to do those things, but you're saying... You have to give to yourself first before you can give to anybody else. Or it won't be. You can't give to nobody else if you're not at your yeah, best. That's, that's, that's correct. You know, how do you how do you pour into somebody and you're on empty? Absolutely. That's correct. Yep. All right, y'all. We got to get ready to wrap it up. But before we go, I want y'all to tell the people again about the seminar before we get out of here, the time and the date. Well, thank you so much. Michelle, you want to let them know? Yeah, of course. So it's going to be February 29th at the Boys and Girls Club from 11 to 1. It's a meet and greet. Everyone's welcome. Um, children as well, as long along with young boys. So just come out, support us, see what we have to offer to the community. We're super excited. And thank you for having us on today. And you can follow us at speakingatherbest.com. Uh, we're on Facebook at Speaking at Her Best. And we're on Instagram at Speaking at Her Best. And, um, again, my name's Elizabeth Gould. It's spelled a little differently. So it's E-L-I-S-A-B-E-T-H. So that way, if y'all are looking for me, 
for me, you would know how to find me. And, and Michelle, how can we find you? Yes. So on Instagram, it's Highly Favored Majesty, and on Facebook. <laughs> and on Facebook, it's Michelle Renee. So yes. Oh well, my personal Instagram is yeah. Pretty Lady Indeed. Ooh, Pretty right. Lady Indeed. All right, that has been real. Speaking at her best has been here with us. Look them up. Follow them. Mm-hmm. Shout out to them. Thank y'all so much for coming by, ladies. Thank Cuss and Discuss Land, thank you for Don't tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe. Cuss and Discuss Podcast on Apple Podcasts. Tune in and Spotify. All right, y'all. Strippers, hide your teeth. Wow. <laughs>